delighted to bring in some people from Community Health Resources, which has just secured three prestigious federal grants to meet the needs of children, families, and adults in the aftermath of the pandemic. And I'm joined this morning by Senior Program Director Courtney Sheehan and also CHR Service Director Michael Asinas to tell you about these grants. So let me start with Courtney. Courtney, tell me first off, what exactly is CHR? Thank you. Good morning, and thank you for having us. Community Health Resources is the state's most comprehensive nonprofit behavioral health care agency. We offer programs and services throughout central and eastern Connecticut to meet the needs of children, families, and adults whose lives have been touched by mental illness, addiction, trauma, homelessness, and more. Michael, what types of services does CHR offer in this region? Hi, Wayne. So CHR, we offer a variety of services from residential treatment to outpatient. And so in Willimantic, we have adult and child outpatient. Uh, We also have outpatient services for adults and soon-to-be children in Danielson. Um, We also have residential substance abuse treatment facilities up in the northeast corner in Putnam. Um, And we're also co-locating in Thompson School right now, where we have clinicians that are placed in schools for for better access and, um, you know, for kids up in the Northeast Corn to be able to um, have access to treatment without having to travel too, too far. Um, And we're trying to expand those services as well. And tell me about the locations that you have for CHR, Michael. So in Willimantic, uh, we offer a variety of child and family programs, including outpatient, um, intensive in-home, um, we also offer foster care services throughout the eastern region, which is fairly new to us as we were mostly offered foster care in another region prior, um, although I believe this is an ongoing grant um, for our, our money for us to do that. Um, and that's that's where our, our, our outpatient locations are pretty much in Willimantic, our adult, in, adult in, intensive outpatient services uh, and partial hospitalization services are also out of Willimantic Central. Now let's get to the big news of the day. And Courtney, what's new? We are so pleased that CHR was recently awarded three prestigious federal grants to help us meet the needs of children, families, and adults uh, in the aftermath of the pandemic. Uh, we com- uh, CHR competed nationally for all three grants. Uh, these grants are administered through the United States Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, which is known as SAMHSA. Michael, why are these federal grants important? Well, Wayne, they're really important because they really um, significantly contribute to the work that we do as an agency and really kind of beef up our services and actually allow us to um, be creative and add services. Um, And so we'll be looking at, you know, tweaking and um, adding services to our current programming through some of these grants as well. And, Courtney, what was the role of Congressman Joe Courtney in these grants? Uh, we've always found um, congressmen to be supportive to CHR's efforts. So what, what role did he play in getting them? Is it a thing that he had to uh, rattle some cages in Washington to make sure that people understood just how important the CHR role is in our community? Absolutely. So, Michael, what needs will be addressed through these new grants? So one of the new grants that we have um, that I'm going to be working directly with and um, also with Courtney, um, but we have a, a grant that's going to focus on treating youth with trauma. Um, and we're going to be able to do that both in our schools that we co-located and also in our clinics. 
um, you know, there's a lot of, of data out there um, that shows, you know, increased harm and increased crisis with youth over the past over the past year, significant and significant increases. Um, and so we're looking at kind of augmenting our care at outpatient by providing uh, case management services and also outreach therapy as well um, when we can do that and in, in, in crisis services as well. Courtney, why don't you give me some numbers here about uh, how these grants will be needed and how they are going to be used about the services that you have at CHR? You bet. Um, you know, the state data tells us in Northeast Connecticut that there's a uh, 98% increase in youth crisis calls, um, and nearly 60% of clients are presenting with harm risk. That's up from 40% in 2020. And 80% of our youth in that area are meeting criteria for serious mo- emotional uh, distress. We are also aware of the chief medical examiner data that shows 90 overdose deaths in Northeastern Connecticut in 2021. And statewide, Overdose deaths spiked by more than 10% over last year. There's a 74% increased demand for opiate use treatment disorder uh, treatment and a 20% increase in demand for treatment of alcohol dependence. Uh, 32% of veterans experience behavioral health crises annually, and suicide rates among veterans are at the highest recorded level in, in history. And it's often, uh, those things are often linked with substance abuse disorders. So we're very pleased to be able to have this funding to help us to address those needs in these communities. Michael, fentanyl has been in the news, especially a lot lately. Do these grants help fight the fentanyl war? They do. You know, with our substance abuse services, we're treating the spectrum of substance use disorders. And so it really just augments what we're doing now. Um, and give us the ability to spread that out a little bit more. And so it's it's very difficult um, at times, um, but uh, we are able to do it, and, and fentanyl is creeping up pretty quickly and, and coming in all different forms. So um, we're trying to stay up with the local with the data um, and with the treatment interventions. Courtney, you've also gotten two CCBHC awards. Tell me about that. That's right. Um, CCBHC funding is designed to support comprehensive agencies like CHR to offer a wide range of mental health and substance use services for people of all ages. The grants are highly competitive in each uh, total $4 million over four years. That stands for Certified Community Behavioral Health Clinic Grants in the recent round of SAMHSA funding. So uh, just tell me more about that, and then uh, who will be the specific areas where that funding will be able to be used? Great question. So in North Central Connecticut, the CCBHC funding will support a range of recovery-based services in our Enfield, Bloomfield, East Hartford, and Manchester offices, comprising our original CCBHC. In northeastern Connecticut, the CCBHC funding will will allow CHR to launch and expand services in northeastern Connecticut, uh, including a a range of recovery-focused services in Willimantic, Danielson, and Putnam. Uh, The grant is called CT HOPE, uh, which uh, uh, will allow us to do a variety of things. So we're looking to provide crisis stabilization for youth and adults, develop care coordination services to engage youth and families, to create same-day, next-day access to medication-assisted treatment for opiate addictions. We'll be looking to introduce child therapy services in the Danielson office, establish integrated primary care for youth and adults, 
and provide community-based care to veterans and their families and expand our access to recovery support resources and more. So it's very important funding. Michael, what's the third federal grant that CHR recently received? So we have another grant, Wayne, called the HEAL Grant, uh, which is for which stands for Hope Through Expanding Access to Local Trauma Treatment. Tell me more about that. Yeah, so the grant the grant funding is <clears throat> is focusing on on, on children and teens um, with trauma. Um, we're looking at doing um, kind of a, introducing uh, screenings in, in in a higher form, kind of a more expanded form in both the clinics and in our school based locations. Um, so we have more than 40 school-based locations throughout CHR, and that includes the Northeast and Thompson. Um, we're going to be adding uh, to, like I said, to our clinics. The money's going to be able to help us add to the clinic's care coordination in crisis and a crisis service that will add the, some richness to the treatment. Um, we're really going to be focusing on um, on kids and families coming in um, and generally coming in in, in four different areas with, you know, behavior issues, uh, trauma, anxiety, and depression. And so uh, we've been working on specific treatment paths and specific evidence-based models to treat those, those disorders as well over, over a shorter period of time. Courtney, these are three prestigious federal grants that Community Health Resources has gotten to meet the needs of children, families, and adults in the aftermath of the pandemic. And I'm, I don't realize a lot of work went into applying for these grants, but how do they let you know? How do you find out that you actually are going to receive these grants? Do you get a phone call from somebody in Washington? Do you get just an email that comes in with all your other emails? Or what's the procedure of notification that you've gotten these grants? Yeah, you know, it's a long process, right, from formulating our, our plan and the application pro, uh, process is robust and, and comprehensive. And, yes, we look forward to that moment when we find out. Uh, typically, uh, you know, most things these days are, no, are awarded, uh, notified online, so it's great to get that in your inbox to know that you have the funding to help more people in the community. Michael, you're the CHR service director, and I wonder if the pandemic has caused you to need to provide or offer additional or new services now that you didn't have to offer before the pandemic. Right. So that is true, Wayne. Um, We're offering, we continue to offer telehealth services um, for folks that are unable to make it to the clinic due to sickness or illness or for staff that uh, might be infected as well and that are feeling okay to do work. Um, but we're also, like I said, increasing our, our, our reach to families with the grant money um, and increasing our ability to, to focus on specific disorders um, such as trauma through these grants. So it's really increasing our ability to be able to do that across the board. Courtney Sheehan is the CHR Senior Program Director. Courtney, what's the range of local towns that CHR services? Oh, wow. So uh, CHR services uh 18 towns in the north central and northeastern Connecticut um, and uh, covers about two-thirds of the state ultimately with a variety of programs in different areas. And Michael, we've talked about how the aftermath of the pandemic is what these three prestigious federal grants are for. And I'm wondering what specific services the pandemic triggered and, and which ones get used the most? Which ones are the most uh, commonly accessed services that you provide at CHR. Yeah, so in the child division, Wayne, I, I think the most the most common service that we use is outpatient therapy, um, and then from there um, we have intensive in home treatment 
um, for kids and families that need a higher level of care than outpatient, that need a little bit more support, a little more intensity over the week. Um, and so those programs have really kind of um, been very, very busy, um, increased in our volume um, over the past couple of years with, with COVID. Um, obviously, the spike in anxiety and trauma and depression is there. Um, and Courtney went over some of the statistics. But um, so we're trying to keep up by adding staff and being and training staff in evidence-based models that really are shown to by research to uh, be really effective in working with, with kids and families over short-term, over medium-length term for treatment. Courtney, what's the financial arrangement for people that use the services of CHR? Is this something that people do not have to pay for? Is it something their insurance pays for? Is it something some people have to pay out of pocket? How does it work on a case-by-case basis? That's a great question. So CHR is dedicated to providing care to all in need. And so we never want uh, finances to be a barrier to treatment. So we will work with um, someone's situation to make sure they have access to high-quality services. So, Michael, just what's the overall bottom line here? The, the bottom line is you've got a lot of money from the federal government, but I think the message to our local community is that CHR will be even more viable now to our residents than ever before. That's a great way to put it. I like hearing it like that. That's true. <laughs> uh, we are we are expanding. We're We're trying to meet the community where they're at by going out into the community and not having them come to us for treatment. Um, so we're obviously always looking at models and interventions to do that. And I think CHR has um, a great um, savvy way of doing that. And as Courtney mentioned, with these uh, very large grants from the federal government, um, you know, they've, this is our, our second round. So they know that we're doing a great job and that we, they want us to expand our services in Connecticut. Well, congratulations on getting these three prestigious federal grants to meet the additional needs of CHR. And thanks for sharing the news with our listeners this morning. Thanks for having us, Wayne. Thanks, Ray. CHR Senior Program Director Courtney Sheehan and CHR Service Director Michael Asinas, our guest this morning, discussing how CHR has gotten three prestigious federal grants to meet the needs of children, families, and adults in the aftermath of the pandemic. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.